During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Pino. Pino. What's going on, man? How you doing? I, I'm not there yet. I'm gonna need everybody in the room's help on oh, this one. Great. Oh, no. How is there a way that when did jalapeno, what? jalapeno, scarpino? There's got to be something there, right? Scarpino How do we get that? The scarpino grigio. How about this? Scarpino the scarpino popper. Scarpino popper is real good. I do like that one a lot. I don't understand popper. why we're why why are we why are we in need of something new? What's we're happening? No, no, no. It's just I, I, I. How often do I ever sit there and go Pino the way I just did, uh, and then it made me think about your your word, your last name, your wiener. Pino Wino. Or I was part of what I thought might be some, you know, a little a bigotry the other day when I was walking what? along. Right? What? What? <laughs> yeah, wait, you were, uh, no. Let her finish. Let her finish. I wanted to know how Greg encountered said bigotry. I was walking along, Jen and I, I think we were in the park or whatever, and another conversation was coming at us and passing us. And one of the guys was like, Well, that's how you know they're Italian. And I was like, Oh, that's, you know, I was like, I was ready. I'm like, Wait, Nick's, Nick's Italian. I can, I'll fight for Nick. And he's like, If their name ends in, a, in an IO or an O, and a, they're probably Italian. And I was like, Scarpino, I, I guess that kind of checks out. I don't know. And I got to think about it. I was like, that, I'm, I'm so happy that that went that way because, like, yeah. I could have, you know, opened a newspaper as I often do on the mornings and just seen man uh, beats other man in Golden Gate Park for, for no, no reason. But it was a large man. There was a wiener dog involved. Is anyone concerned about Greg's violent tendencies, like, just bubbling up? Because I yeah. feel like he's no. moments away from defending Nick's Italian honor on the street is not a good place <laughs> I'm just to letting be. You know, all right. I mean, My friend is Italian. We've already, we've already said <laughs> in 2020 we're not letting this shit fly anymore. All right. If I have to call it out on my walks with Porty and Jen, I will. You oh, saying that you may have been a part of some bigotry just reminds you so much of uh, Arrested Developments. I may have committed light treason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that voice, of course, is. The Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globe trotting headshot nitro rifle from twitch.tv, Andy Cortez. Eating a I'm salad. Me. Yeah, no, I know. You're, you're, yeah, no, I know. I, you, you're tapping your microphone on purpose <laughs> this time. There's a lot going on in your room today where it's, yeah, you're eating the salad and like the ranch is pouring out of your mouth. But on top of that, a little bit. <laughs> When did you add the shotgun seat to your bedroom? <laughs> when did you decide you needed a second chair to be Is on that camera? From the studio, here? that white one. It's always been here. No, impossible. Yeah. Impossible. I bought impossible. this chair at Home Depot when oh. I first moved to San Francisco because I didn't have a chair. Okay. 
This is what streaming. So then you got the nice cyberpunk chair that you did not pull any favors to get anybody else one, which is no. Weird. We got the respawn chair first. Okay. And then this uh, this isn't even a chair. This is basically just a somewhere to store stuff. What's on oh, it right now? What, it what does, are you storing it on does it right now? Look a little bit like you're driving solo, but you're about to pick someone up. That came from underneath it. That came yeah. from underneath it. That wasn't. That's showing all of your financial information. Nah, it looks like it came from Kevin. So it's probably Kevin's financial. Yeah, this is the camera box from Kevin. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 that does check out. That does check out. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that is my address on the side of the box there. Oh so you're showing things underneath the chair, not in the chair. Like if you went like this, you wouldn't be getting snackums out of the seat of the chair. Because it is looks the like the chair you're... flipped. Maybe the chair's flipped. What it looks like right now is that you're at a high school JV basketball oh, game, and you're the chair. lead announcer. You're the lead announcer, and someone's going to come in here and sit down next to you. Maybe the timekeeper, the guy who runs the scoreboard. You know, that's mm -hmm. what it looks like right here. Mm -hmm. Have you seen all those clips of Chris Collinsworth on Monday Night Football where he slides no. into the shot? Andy, it's we can become, he, we can hear the mouth, the food in your mouth, and it's making me uncomfortable. I'm, I'm so I like sorry. it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, chat. I'm sorry. I like it. I like to. I like to imagine. I'm, I'm. If I close my eyes, I'm right next to Andy right now, and he's playing Warzone, and I'm winning by proxy. That's the Nick chair. That Nick is. Can that be the Nick chair? That is my chair. That's where I sit. Nick sitting there with the disconnected controller, thinking he's doing stuff in the game yeah, while Andy plays. Good job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> you did it. You did it, Slugger. Andy, good I job. Kill real good. I kill real good. Uh, and of course, rounding out the quartet, he is. Forbes, 30 under 30 winner. The second best baby blues in San Francisco. The engaged one and the man in the Tom Nook cosplay at Tim Gettys. Me, dude. I'm feeling, I'm feeling fucking festive today. Island you know? time, you know what I mean? I asked you right before the show, like, what do we have planned? Like, do we have something good? And yeah. you, your answer got me, got me pretty excited about this show. Yeah. It got me really excited. Tim. Yeah. Real quick. Mm -hmm. Your, your mic is pretty boomy. Yeah, and exactly. I think, and I blame because I saw on Rochelle's Instagram stories that she was there. No, he and I got his own mic. What did she gotta, do? Why, why is she there? I got to assume she was screwing with settings and stuff. Did she different mic. mic? Different mic. I broke my mic with her. Oh, what? So now I'm using Joey's mic. Yeah, it's it's a really sad thing because mine oh, was no. Well, oh, you know, so it's a new mic. It, you, it's a new mic. Is your is your gain all super high in your PC settings now? No, because that happens. Oh shit! You pop Does in it? a new mic. Tell yeah, me where to go. Tell me where to go. Uh, 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 uh open up a uh, control panel. Okay. Open up that control panel. This is good podcast content right here. Yeah. Well, a yeah. lot of people don't know how to do them, this. Dude. Helpful. You're helping now. And then go to uh, hardware and sound. And then click on uh, change uh, or manage audio devices. Okay. And then go to recording tab up top. Right okay, click yeah, on I'm there. The I'm there. Configure. Oh. Do I need to go into configure? Yeah, go to levels. What the fuck is this mm. podcast? Mm. Mm. This ain't good, right guys. I'm not right now troubleshooting. <laughs> okay, I'm there. I'm there. You're there. Yes. It is yeah, currently yeah. at 69. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lower that bad boy down to like 50, maybe. Okay. You're just really punchy. It sounds like it sounds like you're just right here. It does okay, sound like I mean, he's also it's really close to it, right? That sounds more no. normal. Yeah, that sounds like Good, like eight inches. Well, no, away. you just moved back, right? Yeah, he just moved back, Kevin. I noticed that too. Right. I think we. I think we have it on 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 camera. Yeah, we do. We do. Move back. I can confirm that. Okay. You give me a minute. I can probably rewind. Okay. I guarantee. You Nick, here's that. my question for you. you guarantee right? I can't do that, Tim. What I want to know is the question. I think a lot of people have lived with 
uh, for a long time, but they don't have an answer to. And I, I want them to know they're not alone. <laughs> Nick, how much did it slash does it annoy you that the 1989 bat symbol on the costume mm-hmm. was different than the one on the box, the one on the bat signal and all that jazz? It, it's a little weird because it's you're, you're talking it. about the fact that it's it's uh, well, first off, on the box, it was like an orangish color and then of course even, we're, i'm we're, talking about the peak the middle peak but the, the middle peak peak. had the little double on yeah it had on right? on the costume it had the feats yeah so it did it like a, it did like a that, try it did like a you know triforce thing at the end it, it didn't annoy me i just i just liked Tri- that it was elaborate um recently though i did go back and watch the dark knight mm-hmm. uh have you guys seen this movie yes i've seen it once or twice the dark knight um and i just i i i like last week i think i watched 89 batman and this week i watched dark knight and it got me so so riled up to just defend the 89 when we go into it and it's not there's not a lot of ammunition i have for it greg because <laughs> the dark knight is such an achievement and such an amazing movie and like has unbelievable character development and a lot of like deep themes to do with whereas yeah. the 89 batman is really just you're just reading a comic book and they're like look how cool the costume looks but yeah. man it's so fucking dope and he's so dope as batman that's great that looks great right there Sorry, Tim. Just for audio listeners, Tim dropped a what is that like a, a bobblehead? I have no idea, but it's terrifying. Looks like a little collectible of some he sort. He just had the best mouth slash chin. Like no one beat him. This is my biggest problem with any of the Batman right now. Is the that Batman. is that Affleck too big of a chin? Too much? Too much chin? We got the butt. The butt that too much. <laughs> Wow. Might as well throw in John Travolta's fucking butt chin on top of his head, so it's just all chin. It's all I didn't chin. know you were so vehemently against chins. He's not. It's Andy. not that I'm against chins. It's that my my only <laughs> problem with with uh, Christian Bale as Batman is that he's got such a soft chin. It's just not even there. If you blink, Greg, you can't. Where'd the chin go? It's gone. It just sped by. Close your eyes, you can't see it. Can't see it. Right. I can't haven't had a, I haven't had a chin in like ten years. Keaton's chin is so it's so expressive and so perfect for the cost. I, I just think the Batman, the 89 cowl is just perfect. That costume's perfect, in my opinion. Can't turn his head though. It's a strong. Well, a song. neither could neither could uh, Ben Affleck or the original Bale costume. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. Val Kilmer. So he's in good company there. In I fact, if we're looking it. at it, Greg, more often than not, Batman can't turn his head. So that is the norm. That is the default state of Great. Batman. Kevin Conroy could turn his head any way he wanted though. Kim Conroy is you don't know because you can't see him because he's in VO booth and probably uh, I imagine some Dockers <laughs> and like a nice button up shirt. <laughs> some, I don't know. He's dressed wearing, up for this VO game. Wearing a shirt from Colds. <laughs> he's just hanging out like, oh man, well, how much fun do you think uh, he has? Because he's been that voice for like t- two Kevin Conroy? Yeah, oh he has a blast when he goes into Batman. Totally. It's a live it, man. Get to go on the I, CW show, be Bruce Wayne. Yeah, what do you got for me? Andy? I want. I just want to see Chris O'Donnell come back in some no. sort of way. No, you know, I thought he was so it. cool. Like there was nothing cooler to me as a young child than the idea of Robin, of Chris O'Donnell, this sort of rebellious yeah. uh, rookie. Like I, mean, I, Greg, I always, Greg, calm down, calm down. I just Greg. no, I just always, <laughs> I was just so obsessed with the idea of being the rookie. You know, there was so many video games sure. you played where you were the rookie and Bat you were this there. young kid. What's up? What's up, Greg? Or Tim? That girl was there too. And then you get like, I'm, I'm with you, Andy. Alicia totally. Silverstone. Yeah. And he was looking good. He had cool hair. I just thought Chris O'Donnell was like, I want to be, I want to be hot like Chris O'Donnell. You know, the problem did, was, of course, Chris O'Donnell was like 23 when he was orphaned yeah. and moved into Bruce Wayne's fucking mansion. Like, was, you're a goddamn adult. But I mean, when we were like eight. A 23-year-old looked like he could be whatever. He was like 15. He was like my older brother. 
Yeah. And he looked damn good in that costume. That costume was cool as hell. Like when he like Greg, I know exactly what you're talking about, right? Because he gets on the motorcycle and you look at him and you're like, you've been riding motorcycles for adult. 15 years. You are yeah. an adult human male who does not in any way, shape or form. I don't even know that it's necessarily legal right at this point for Bruce Wayne to adopt you as his ward. I think at this point, you're just a dude that hangs around and eats his food. You're, and that's, that's the like, it's not even really an adoption as much as like, hey, just come crash at my house. Yeah. Old Which is I got Like, you know what I mean? I've been, I've been where you are. Come here, old child, and live with like, me. Wait, I'm pretty you, sure just, if you just Google to be clear. Mal Kilmer versus, uh, versus Chris O'Donnell, they're probably only like 10 years apart in age. Yeah, they, in that movie, he doesn't adopt him. And it is more of a situation of like, oh, hey, they killed my family. And like, I saw you there. You want revenge. Yeah. 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 Right? yeah, yeah. It's, but he doesn't. It's so not. So everything the, you're saying is invalid and not accurate. No, 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 no. It is still played up that he is like a young whatever kid. Like, you know what I mean? Not like kid, like Robin, a teenager kid. But he still acts like an aloof moron. I mean, yeah, but like how many 10 year olds do you know right now that are aloof morons? I let this moron into my house. He's swinging around the chandelier being a moron. Does he swing around the chandelier? Yeah, he does. That's how he gets down to the Batcave. To be fair, Bruce Wayne is a complete moron in this whole movie as well. Because isn't this the one where he just let everyone just randomly walks into Wayne Manor and beats the shit out of everyone, and then they just yeah. kidnap uh, Nicole Kidman's character? And you're like, the fact that there was an attack on his house, but yeah, that. That's I mean, he's fucking Batman. <laughs> you don't have any. You don't have Alfred. I would have Alfred out there with a sniper rifle when no one can see him. And it was Halloween. If you remember, well, didn't they have the right? super old Alfred in this one? Same. Well, Alfred. this one was Michael Go. Yeah, he was. It was the same Alfred all the way through until Nolan took over. Same from what? From '89. Really? He's like, yeah. yeah, he's the oh, really? him and Gordon, right? Him and Gordon, yeah, him and Gordon were the two mainstays. Never noticed that. Gordon was always disappointing to me. Not that the actor didn't play it right, but I always thought I always thought Gordon was really understated in in, in those first five movies. I was like, Gordon, they're not even trying to make Gordon a cool character. Whereas Billy D would have been fucking awesome as Two Face if they could have done that. I never, oh it, it didn't even occur yeah, to me until like, like five universe? years ago that he was playing Harvey Dent. I was like, oh my god, they were setting up Billy D to be Two Billy D. Williams, fucking, yeah, Billy was, Williams, man. He's Harvey Dent in the first Batman. I didn't know what to watch the movies, man. That's gonna be awesome. I've never watched those in a movie. Are you yeah. serious? I'll be so fascinated to see what you guys think of the 89. They're just they're movies that were on when I was a kid that I was just too young, you know. It's because you guys grew up during like a better time, man. You guys grew up right like your earliest memories were like X-Men, and those were actually fairly okay movies. Whereas we my earliest memories was when Canon Films made the uh the Captain America movie. Greg, do you remember this? Okay, yeah, and it fair. was so fucking atrocious because it was I remember made that. on like five hundred thousand dollars or some obnoxious thing. i actually just watched the documentary again last night <clears> for <throat> canon films and how they randomly have they just happened to have the rights to spider-man and and captain america and they had to like make fantastic they had to make movies i think it might have been fantastic for you yeah. i think a punisher as well i, I remember because like golf under the punisher movie and it was just abysmal I remember that Captain America movie because I remember as a kid, I think it's a movie my brother was watching that I was just kind of really young and around. Yeah. And I think that movie, I think it was Canada. I, I'm pretty sure I watched it dur- during the summer because I remember I had a Frisbee and I pretended it was a Captain America shield. Nice. Yeah. And little, little did I know that how awful that movie was because I, I don't remember any of it. I just assumed that, you know, it's pretty critically panned and everybody thinks it's shit. But as a kid, I thought it was the coolest thing that this superhero was on TV. 
It was it, well, it was interesting because I think they made. I'm pretty sure they made a Spider-Man movie. I, maybe I made that up, but I'm pretty sure they did. No, they like made really, a Spider-Man really, movie. Yeah, really, really yeah, low yeah. budge. They had they basically just had these weird deals with Marvel. This was back in the 80s, and they just had no concept that Marvel could actually sell these movies to be what they are today. But they made them, and I remember watching them, and like, oh, there's a freaking Spider-Man movie that's so cool. And even I, as a like a six year old, was like, I'm pretty sure I could make a better movie than this. I don't no. know <laughs> anything about cameras, but I'm pretty sure me and my friends could make something more compelling than this piece of garbage. There are a bunch of things that I tie together as a kid where I remember the Captain America movie and I tie that together with the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. Mm. Which one? And I think there was I, I, I think Jaleel that's, White's that's super well he was he was both of them. Are you talking about like the more tiny tune like Looney Tunes Man, one or are you talking I, about the cool ass one? I think just like a, one of the cool ass ones. I, I was just like too young to remember but it was Sonic and I think Mega Man had one as well. Yeah he did. Mega Man, Mega Man. Yeah I remember those like cartoons <clears throat> along with the Captain America shitty movie um and then like movies like Nell. Do you remember Nell? With Jodie Foster? Yeah. Wait, no. why are you tying that together yeah, to Captain how, America? Because it's it's all Nell? like the it's all the same era. Like those are shows that would just come on at like 3 p.m. on a on a what now some vacation. Now, Nell's no, not Greg, a show, right? It's a movie. It's a movie. No, Nell Nell a movie, movie she, with you, right? No, she was like just well, she was, Rico, Rico, she was like raised by like fireflies or something. I can't remember wolves what it was. Or something, that right? Was it wolves? Yeah, some weird like that. And she just had her own made up language. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting role for Jodie Foster to take. But my question to you, Andy, is you've just spanned three decades of movies and and TV. So you talked about the Spider Man, the Captain America movie, which I think was like eighty six or something like that. Nell was like mid to late nineties. Yeah, you just went from wolves to fireflies because of Last of Us. <laughs> yeah are you talking to me that might yeah. be it oh no i was thinking fireflies from freaking uh nausicaa when dr jerry lovell Liam Neeson, oscar nominated for schindler's list discovers a young woman living alone in the backwoods of north carolina he is intrigued by her erratic behavior and unique pattern of speech <laughs> together with a psychologist uh natasha richardson uh lovell determines to determines yeah uh to pierce nell's private world and protect her from the courts and a life of scientific study in a race against time and a system bent on shattering her spirit, he finds that the woman whose way of life he has sought to protect has transformed his own forever. I and tie that Andy's together in there with his fucking Captain America Frisbee shield watching now. <laughs> I tie that together with Fire in the Sky as well. It's it's oh all that same God, sort that of movie era. Is, that you no, watched that when you were a kid? Yeah, that's yeah, terrifying. Kevin, it traumatized really the hell out yeah, of me. Yeah, I mean dude. that's a scene. Oh. That that movie traumatized the hell. Tim, do you know at all about fire the, in the plastic sky? vacuum so fire, table? So fire thing? in the sky is a fire in the sky. There's all these like sort of uh, uh, th- these guys in these this sort of country area, and it's like a group of four dudes. Apparently, it's based on true events or whatever. True and story. they're they're all just like kind of in the woods. I, I don't know. They're fucking shooting bottle caps. I don't know what people do in the woods. Yeah. But then, uh, but then like a light shines down and a guy gets abducted. And they're oh, like, shit. what the fuck is going on? And it's like, and it's so real. It's shot in such a real non-fiction way. And they all freak out. And then uh the guy uh now, of course I, you're talking about DB Sweeney, who I love from the cutting edge, Greg. You'll remember that. Topic. I remember the cutting edge. I remember Topic. And I remember watching uh the cutting edge being like, I really like this DB Sweeney guy. And then Fire in the Sky comes out. I was like, I'll watch another fun, lighthearted oh, DB Sweeney wrong. movie. And they fucking drilled Tim. They mm-hmm. vacuum suck him to a to a table and put a fucking drill through his eyeball, oh and it's the most terrifying thing. He's trying to scream through the the latex they've covered up, and he but he can't get. Oh, there it is, oh, Kevin. No. There it is. 
horrifying. There it is. Horrifying. Dude, Tim, this movie was so traumatizing and it just deal and it's like sort of th- their take on it is this is a real event of how aliens would abduct you and yeah. uh and and they're doing all these weird experiments to him and then th- he comes back to Earth and people think that he's gone or dead or whatever. Well, and he comes back and everybody's like, oh, my God, he's back. He's back. And he's just he's so he's so traumatized by these events or whatever that eventually, like, I think Buzz Aldrin uh, ends up like kind of saying like, you know, really? was it Buzz Aldrin in the movie? No, I no, I don't, I don't <laughs> no but th- this At is one point, Neil Armstrong shoots someone. It was no, crazy. I'm not. Dude, I'm, I'm no, serious. This, Neil Armstrong this is based or Buzz off of uh, real events. One man went missing for like four days and then reappeared. And basically, the friends had said, "Oh yeah, he was abducted by an alien." And then later, when he came, when they found him, he was really, really traumatized. And I think that, like through hypnotherapy, they got this version of the story where he goes through this experience that they like show us abducted in the movie. And tortured, yeah. yeah. But it's, that being said, scary. you guys and know the, that this plastic thing? Yeah, that's a sex kink. You can you can find videos of oh, it. Yeah. On, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everything's oh yeah, sex. no, I've seen I've seen those what videos on like right a real sex back in the day where you're trying to watch something <laughs> to sort of wank it to. You want to watch something to crank it to, and they're showing you weird shit. Like, all right, get to the cool stuff. Like, this is weird you want, shit. Do you say we're crank watching, it? To? We, were, yeah. we were watching Insomnia last night, and there was all the Alaska stuff and like just the the cold weather and shit. And it reminded me of this movie that was equally horrifying to this Fire in the Sky thing called Alive, where it was Kevin's mom's oh, the, favorite movie, Cannibal, and it was right? also based on a true story. Where there was some soccer team uh, whose plane crashed. In uh, the not soccer. What's the other one? The rugby, oval ball. The rugby. oval ball. Rugby. Yeah, thank you. Argentinian. A, ru- a rugby. An Argentinian rugby team crashed in the mountains somewhere, and they had to survive just with what they had. And eventually, yeah. they they turned to eating each other and yeah. shit, which is freaking horrifying when you're like. That's the same era movie. Same era and, movie. And, but the thing was, you guys didn't you like you just had to deal with the scary movie. You guys didn't need to deal with Kevin's Kevin older mom. sister and yeah. Kevin's mom. Kevin's mom would literally have her his older sister hold us down as no. Kevin's mom would pretend to eat us. No, and it, I didn't say oh, that's adorable. I'm not gonna eat your little baby feet, right? Yeah, didn't like oh, that. Uh, didn't like that. D- Tim, do you know that like there is a lot of a lot of like they the the rugby team hid that part of the story for a long time and it wasn't until way later they came out with like this is what we had to do and like i think the pope forgave them or something that helped a lot <laughs> thank god i'm mean, gonna be honest god. with you dude that would not be the first thing i choose to share with people if i got rescued yeah they, they I, I, I believe they hid like, it for a while i would try to hide it for a bit probably because I, yeah. I think that i mean correct me if i'm wrong guys but it's 2020 maybe people are looser about this but i think cannibalism still frowned upon question mark for now yeah yeah. Hey man, if you crash in the you need to survive. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, I, like, dude, they weren't. I, I'm really having this visceral them, right? memory. They were eating the people that were dead. Sorry, Andy, you're having a visceral memory about being eaten Sorry. alive. No, I'm just having this visceral memory that there could that there. I swore there was some depiction of a past <laughs> American astronaut in fire in the sky. Please, somebody in the comments, uh, rid me of this. This is like when you uh, were convinced that Robin Williams taught the gorilla sign language. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of truth in that. He didn't teach the gorilla sign language. He, he was just, with yeah. And they were the the gorilla was a big fan of his, a big fan yeah. of his. Yeah, <sighs> it's just one of those memories that you could have sworn is real. Speaking of memories that you swear are real, actually, the bad segue. But Nick, 
yeah. I started watching a little show called Narcos. Oh, finally! I am uh, I am in season two of Narcos. What? How awesome are Boyd Holbrook and Pedro Pascal? In They're just show? the coolest. They're the and coolest. The, and the guy, I forget the actor's name, but the guy that plays um, Pablo Escobar is so fucking good. Everyone's so the so thing. Good. The thing about Narcos is I I wouldn't put it on the level of a Breaking Bad. Or, you no, know, most no, of Game no, of Thrones. No, no. It's kind of like junk food at this point. But it's still really interesting. But at this point, they are straight up just kind of... I've, obviously, they have to, you know, accentuate and exaggerate no, a lot of the don't. evil. There is literally, like, that's what's so fascinating about Narcos. Is it's legitimately... I mean, I'm sure a little bit of it's crazy and made up, but I mean, or hyperbolic. But, like, if you watch documentaries of what Pablo Escobar did back then, it's pretty spot on. Like he, I, he I just, was fucking ultra violent to the point where I don't know if you've gotten how far are you in season two? I still I, have the I Pablo just, Escobar years, right? I, I know how ultra violent he is. I know that he's this yeah. crazy murder, but they're straight up like Gus fringing him where that where this guy's like, guys, uh, um, fucking um, like this gang's coming. And he's like, guys, uh, uh, Pablo Escobar is weak right now. He's weak. We, we don't have to worry about him. And Pablo Escobar walks out of the showers and he's like, hola. <laughs> And it's like, okay, like, come on. That didn't really happen this I mean, way. Maybe but it's cool okay, shit. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. But it's yeah, cool like, shit. Did you get to the part where he made his own prison? Where yes, they tell him yeah, he has to go to jail and he goes, cool, I'll go to jail, but I'm going to build the prison and staff it with all my guys and still basically rub, run my billion-dollar drug empire from it. And, and the government was like, yeah, okay, cool. That's a fair deal. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like, the, the stuff that happens in this show. I mean, like, Pablo Escobar was just on another level of – I, I am ahead of all of you right now, and there's Fucking no way you can yeah. ever catch up. It's what are the so narco terrifying. fan base called? What's huh? that? What's the narco fan base called? Narcoleps. You want to try that again? You want to go one more time? It <laughs> nah, was a home run. He's knocked out of the park. What do you think, narcos? They call them the narcos? I'm not the narcs. The narcs. The narcs. I don't know. The narcs. Yeah, I don't know. narcs. I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's really good. I'm more excited to get to Mexico though. Oh, Diego Luna is awesome. I, I really want to. And Mexico are fucking great. I, I want to get a piece of that Diego Luna, but I, I'm definitely enjoying it. I don't think it's it's a show that I'm not even having to fully pay attention to because you get to the story beats and it's not like, again, it's not like I if I miss a line of dialogue here or there, I, at this point, it's kind of just junk food for me. It's yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. It's creepy in some parts it's really dark and sinister in some parts but I, I i think it's a damn good show i'm glad i thought to watch it on my own oh good yeah i'm glad i'm glad you've never heard anyone ask you plead with you to watch that show and yeah. tell you how awesome pedro pascal looks in his levi's did you um the, the best part of that show is boyd holbrook's like voice narrating it he's like yeah. we've been living under a rock for the last 10 years pablo escobar was the it's just fucking awesome have you guys it's, it's, Craig and Tim, have you really guys cool. actually watched marcos no. I saw it for a little bit. Gio was watching it. Yeah. But, uh, Andy's spot on. It's not the best show ever made, but it moves very, very fast. Unlike I started watching this show called Zero 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 uh, on Amazon, which is an Italian. It's like the I Italian swear you people of... make some of these shows up just no, to fuck I with me. I swear to God, this is a show that we were uh, – Dean and I were watching some Amazon stuff over the weekend. And you know how they have like a little preview for the other Amazon Prime stuff? I was like, oh, this Zero 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 show looks cool. It's like it's Narcos, but it's in Italy. So, you know, that might, that could be a cool change of venue. But it's made. It's a it's a Canal Plus show, so it's like European. It's so slow compared to what we're used to. 
I'm like, did these people watch Narcos and just think this was way too fast because they've slowed it down by? It's like Tim. It's like we're like, I need to fill a little bit more time. So you, you you select the whole clip and then do a time and then you got like like negative like ninety percent. You know what I mean? Just no, slow no, it down just a little there. bit. Ninety five percent. That's what it feels do like. A little like, speed duration. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just they slowed it down a little. Again, but I get, we're at this point where um, I'm holding up my end of the bargain, Nick. I'm, now I got to watch Nirvana the band, the show the band. All right, is that what it's okay. called? Send you, add, you just had to add one more. <laughs> you know, you know damn well the name of the Wait, okay, so wait, do I have to watch Nirvana the band, the show, the band, the band, or do I have to watch Nathan for you for me? For you. Oh, Nathan for you is a good one too. I mean, the thing is though, I am on season two of hour long shows. Yeah. And Nathan for you and Nirvana the band, the show are each like 23 minute episodes. You can honestly skip season four of Narcos if you want. They're but on season four. I thought it was yeah, two Tim, seasons. Let me talk to you about the world that they have built in Narcos. The There's a lot of drugs. Of drugs. The first two oh seasons God. are about the Colombian drug trade, where the drugs are made, and then because of the DEA cracking down on the delivery methods that that route of the drugs through Miami, it made the Mexican drug lords like that. It made that the primary route to the West Coast for America, which basically took all these smaller cartels in Mexico and like made them into one Uber cartel, basically got the Sinaloa cartel, which is uh, headed by Diego Luna, and it be, it's awesome how he like he like brings all of these smaller cartels together and forms like a mega cartel in Mexico. Wait, 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 wait. But aren't they – I'm so confused with how they are delivering this show because it's Narcos season one and two. So Narcos season three and, is a totally Narcos, different cast. But totally Narcos Mexico is, is – Narcos season three, but it is to, It is basically picks up a story. I'm, it's, not, it's a little bit of a spoiler for you, Andy, but it'll whet your appetite. It picks up the story of Diego Luna and how the, how the, the Sinaloa cartel forms. And how they start running drugs for Pablo Escobar. So they, so they're basically they don't make any of the cocaine. They simply pick it up and take it across the border and deliver it. it to, to the. So I always, I always thought Narcos Mexico was just a completely different offshoot side story that had not, really nothing to do with. Well, maybe some of the other characters pop back up. Whoa! Oh. Oh. Is your appetite oh, no, way really? now, Andy? Mm-hmm. You don't know yeah. when when it, when it starts. You don't really know what's been going on in Colombia. You get hints of what's happening. But it start. It picks up with Diego Luna, and he's like a cop in Sinaloa, and he's also a drug runner. It's it's just insane. nuts that they just, that they like you know. Uh, I, I'm at a part right now where Tim he uh um Pablo Escobar is using taxis to hide in, and he's sort of like uh just hiding in the trunk because he's definitely on the run right now. Like they they raided his hotel uh, again. Tim, the guy made a jail for himself <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Wait, that's because be- so they were like they were gonna arrest him and they were gonna try to extradite him to America so that he could suffer in American jail because jails in Colombia are fucking easy. Like they they bring in prostitutes to jail in Colombia oh and God. it's just like if a vacation home or yeah, whatever. If you're like and Pablo Escobar, yeah. and so Pablo Escobar was like, I don't want to go to America. I'm gonna build my own jail here. And they basically built a giant compound where him and all his cronies just chill, and it's like a vacation home. Not and only did they, they chill, they fucking murdered people in it. They would have people come in and he assassinated people in the and jail. He, he made an agreement with the government to say, I don't want any armed service vehicles. I don't want any army or military to be within two miles of this compound. Yeah. This so is what part it, of the deal. Yeah, what had happened was he was so powerful that he got a little he got a little too crazy and started offing presidential candidates. And then the government was like, we have to arrest you now because no matter how corrupt we are, you can't be killing presidents. And he goes, fuck you. And so he basically started a terror campaign against Colombia to the point where the government was like, 
we don't have a choice. We don't have the resources to fight this guy. He's got billions of dollars and he's willing to do whatever it takes for us to stop. So he fought the Colombian government to a standstill to the point where they had to come to the table and negotiate with him. And his negotiation was, I will go to jail for like a, the tax evasion or something small like that. And I will build my own jail. I will staff. Oh, with my I own think people. it was. I think it was um, um, possession of drugs. Yeah, it was like a, a. I mean, this guy's like the biggest drug lord on the yeah. fucking planet, and he's murdered multiple people, um, both physically and ordered the murders of them, and just terrorized Colombia. And they were like, "We'll get you for like he a had misdemeanor a, crime," because that's all they could allow. He had a kid go on an airplane with a vo with a recording device to record. Uh, people in the government and he was like hey you're gonna get on this plane you're gonna sit next to these really important government people i need you to get really close to them to record them it wasn't a recording device it was a bomb holy shit and the whole plane exploded and then they show real footage of the plane on the ground with bodies like being rolled up like when the coroners went over there to like and he killed 200 people or whatever on this passenger plane and it's just like he's a fucking psychopath he was crazy and he but went that's to why jail. Show is so cool is because they yeah. actually intercut it with like you forget for a second. You're like, oh, this is really beautifully shot, and they've got these great actors, and the, the whole thing. You just kind of you think it's fictitious, and then they'll cut to real news footage, and you're like, fuck me. So he how accurate actually, is it? Is it being up to be dra dramatized or no? A lot, a lot of the stuff I don't know, but I know that a lot of the major beats of like okay. what he did actually happened. So he actually tried to assassinate like political people he was on the run for a while and then ultimately like went to jail and then escaped when when people figured out because what happened was they figured out that he was like still running his empire and i think had killed someone in the jail and they're like well we got to go arrest him and everyone's like wait a minute like we have to go arrest him from jail we have to go <laughs> raid a jail to yeah. arrest someone because what so they had what, what we wanted was we this is the you're talking like reagan era like remember Reagan's like war on drugs. Yeah, so yeah. they wanted Pablo Escobar in America so that he could serve time in America and they wanted to extradite him. And so in order not to do that, he was like, I'm going to stay here and I'll, I'll serve like two years mm -hmm. in prison or whatever. And it was going to wash away everything. And then he just couldn't hold it together. Yeah. Cause he, he had two of his homies murdered in jail. He killed them cause he thought that they were stealing money from him. Right. And then that's when they had, they cut to the, the white DEA uh, American uh, voiceover. And he's like, 2,000 military people raided his jail that day or whatever. Uh, and he and escaped. You know he why? Got, and, he, and he escaped <laughs> he in the jungle. A fucking, he built an escape tunnel in his own jail. Of Maybe. course he did. And so, then they okay. You guys talk about jails and, and how, like, so they, here they, they, he built his own jail to have their own rules because American jails are, you know, yeah. going to not be as nice. I've been hearing some things about some American jails recently. That I'm just been like, looking into American jails. And I'm just like, I, I do, there's so many things that they get access to that I'm just like, I feel like people in jail shouldn't have access to Instagram, right? Well, yeah. it's that's a tough one because they have to have like to a degree. I think they have to have access to the internet because it's kind of a public utility at this point, right? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. I think it's weird personally. And again, I, I might be speaking out of turn here, but I'm bringing this up because, and I'm gonna use fictitious names here to not expose anyone. Sure, okay. sure. When well, I was named Craig, okay, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna Craig name him Craig. Killer. I'm gonna name him Craig. That's a good uh -huh. thing. Okay. Um, I went to middle school with this guy Craig, and we were fairly good friends. We would take the bus to school today or together every day, and we'd always hang out. We'd skateboard. We would talk about Kingdom Hearts, normal boy stuff. You know what I mean? Then yeah. all of a sudden, we we go to different high schools, but we still kind of remain a little bit close. By the time we're in college, we kind of like stop talking. We we and just just because we go to different colleges, whatever. About a year ago, 
I'm hanging out with one of Gia's friends. And she's like, oh, what middle school did you go to? And I named the middle school I, I went to. And she's like, oh, do you know Craig? I'm like, yes, I know Craig. I took the bus with him every day to school. And she goes, oh, did you know? So me and I, I know him because like we used to have a thing. I was like, that's random as hell. That's super weird. And he's like, yeah, did you know he's arrested? I was like, what the fuck? For what? Murder. And I was <laughs> like, whoa, didn't see this happening. That's crazy. What Apparently the fuck he happened? murdered someone on the school bus the day you didn't come. <laughs> weird, weird gang shit he got into. And in the sunset of San Francisco, he went to a house party and straight up shot a fool. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is the craziest story I've ever heard about someone I personally know. And they're like, yeah. And then he tried to flee the country to go back to his home country of Mexico. Yeah. And he goes to get onto a plane to go to this place. And they, the cops are there waiting for him. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're done. So they throw him in jail. And I started looking this up. There's a bunch of police reports about it. This is a real ass story. And I'm like, this is the fucking craziest thing I've ever heard. Then I don't think about it for a couple of years. Yeah. Until this week. Uh-oh. When I check my DMs on Instagram. Oh, oh God. No. And I get a DM from Craig. Holy shit. What's up, Tim? I'll always remember taking the bus with you every day. It's crazy seeing you do big things. Congrats, man. And I'm like, what the fuck? How are you Instagramming me? This is crazy. That's terrible. I mean, that's so real quick. That's scary, the end of the story, I guess. Yeah, it's the end of the story. Yeah, because that's, Instagram yeah, is that's... not allowed in jail. Like that's not a thing. There, there's a whole. I, I remember some people getting in trouble for this because they were Instagramming or maybe it was Facebook living from jail, to which the the authorities got notified and whatever. They're like, "Give us your fucking contraband phone." Like you're not supposed to Instagram from jail. That's not like something. So you're saying he probably has a contraband phone. Like well, yeah, I mean, all the time. I watched Orange is the New Black. They're hiding him in in toilets and up in fucking bricks and moving shit. I don't know. But you could go to like I think, I think they have libraries where you have access to the internet, right? But like you can't yeah, like you can really, like, people get. But here's the thing: is I again. What we're doing is painting with a broad brush. But I know for a fact that I've listened to either This American Life or Death, Sex, and Money, where they talk to inmates. And one of the questions was like, you know, what, what don't you, what do you know that you don't know? And they were talking about not understanding the internet. Like they'd been in there for so long. They don't have the internet and they don't know what that is. So I don't, I mean, obviously every, not every, I shouldn't, I don't know if that's true, but most jails, I think are either different security levels and things like that, where I'm sure on some level you're able to do certain things and certain other things, but you're not allowed to be fucking Instagram, Instagramming. Maybe he has an Instagram account. Yeah. And is. Yeah. Using his DMs Wait, from jail. Are you sure this guy is still in jail? Yeah, so that was a good question. Yeah. Invite him over. Not. I'm going to be real. I didn't look into this. I was freaked out by the fact that somebody I know that murdered someone was, was messaging me. I'm that's happy it was a positive message. You yeah. know, that, I mean, yeah, maybe, that, I'm happy maybe he has fond memories of me. Sure. Yeah, that happened right, to me too. That I happened got some to me stuff too. Stuff here from Vice. Oh, go ahead. Vice stuff. Uh, this is a Vice article by Seth. Farentini uh, from 2015, so not the most recent, but how prison inmates get on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, recently, I called an inmate in the California state prison system to get the lowdown on the availability of smartphones in prisons, what they're used for, and how much they cost. My source told me that prisoners are posting to Facebook, uploading videos and photos to Instagram, and tweeting directly from their cell blocks. Uh, there have been plenty of reports about this trend, but most of them are centered around the use of contraband and illegal cell phones and prison authorities' attempts to combat their use. But as a former prisoner but as a former prisoner i know that you don't need a cell phone to gain access to social media i began my career as a writer from the inside but enjoying the platforms while in the answer this is a longer article so it's not as quick an answer but it does seem to it's, it's a contraband here sorry what were you gonna say andy 
No, I mean, I had something similar happen to me, Tim, um, with a guy from high oh. school that it wasn't a surprise to me what happened with the crime because I we all knew it happened in high school. I, I told the story before, but um, he and two other classmates of ours. Um, he I guess he was more of an accessory to it or whatever. So he got, I think, 12 years in jail. But uh, this girl and this other guy uh, helped. They strangled her grandmother Jeez. to steal her to steal her car and run away. And he was a part of it. And I've known this guy since elementary school. Um, but we weren't like necessarily super close through middle school or through high school, or whatever. But I've known him for a long time. And he was a part of it as well. But he kind of uh, he wasn't. I don't know. I guess the whatever the judge said that he wasn't fully um, a, a part of this crime or whatever. So he only served 12 years. But then I remember getting a Facebook message from him being like, wait, aren't you supposed to be in jail? I was like, oh, shit, it's been 12 years. That's crazy. And I like looked up the article from way back in the day because I just kind of like Googled names and Googled the crime or whatever. And I saw so and so gets 12 years in prison or whatever. And everybody else gets I think they had more like life sentences, even though they were they were minors at the time, but they mm. they were given like way bigger sentences. Um, and yeah, I had that sort of same Facebook message being like, oh, my God, this is freaky as hell. And it's he was weird. out. And he was out and he was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get back into the workforce. I'm trying to, you know, improve my life or whatever. And I was like, fuck, that's crazy, bro. That's nuts. Yeah. How long are you in jail for this? Then? Yeah, know. it was all. It was only like 12 years older, but still, it's very, very bizarre. Very bizarre. Did you guys see that article about the uh, the guy that went to jail for – he got tried as an adult when he was like 17 and shot someone, got out of jail, and is now – I think he served like 15 years, rehabilitated himself, got a degree, is now a paralegal who's like helping other people try to like reform. And uh, apparently through some weird loophole on his probation, they were like, yeah, we fucked up. You got to go back to jail. And he's like, Holy what? shit. And they're like, yeah, they, I, I mean, it, right now, it could. I, I, this is like two weeks ago, so it could have been. I think uh, I remember hearing about this. Yeah, already happened. take care of. But like, they're basically like, yeah, there was some weird uh, thing that someone didn't do somewhere, and they were like, yeah, we need to. When that, when you came up to, uh, what do they call it? When you uh, when you go in front of the board to, I guess, the probationary board to see if they'll let you out, and they let him out, and they're like, no, we fucked up. You got to go back to jail for like seventeen years. And he's oh my like, god, what? <laughs> like, so now he's like in a mad scramble to get an appeal together before they have to like put him back in jail. It's fucking heartbreaking. It's really, really sad. Yeah. Damn. I hope it works out for him. Cause it sounds like he legitimately is like one, a good case of someone who did something really stupid when he was young, paid, paid for it. And has now turned his life around and is now helping other people turn their lives around, which you would think goes a long way, but that's, that's crazy. And like, this is obviously a very different type of story, but it's similar in the sense of like doing something like very bad and then turning it around. Like there's this guy that is uh, infamous in San Francisco for uh, attempting suicide by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge and he lived. Oh, did he hit the water? He hit the water totally and lived and uh, has it totally like changed his life to like stand up against suicide and like be there to be kind of the face of, you know, prevention for all that type of stuff. And like, it's nuts because he's just kind of like this SF like legend that has uh that always goes to different high schools and stuff and like teaches like classes and like does special like reporting and stuff but it's just crazy where it's like those type of experiences can totally flip you to the other side of just like trying to better it trying to make you know help people not make the same mistakes you did and obviously they're very different things for committing crimes and, and that but 
Well, this podcast has gone places. It, uh, you know, there <laughs> Wait, was so a, is that I, the end of that guy? Because I thought you were going to tell me like the story for the guy jumping off the bridge yeah, surviving him. was now they're trying to arrest him or something. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's the end of that. It's not totally the same, but uh, right. I think you can get arrested for that though. Attempted like when you're, you're if you commit it's trespassing, suicide. right? No, because right, you're like, not. Think, is it trespassing? I, think, oh, I was going to say that was like you're not allowed to climb over it. No, I don't. I think it's trespassing. But they've also added a bunch of nets too to catch people. Well, yeah. Have you ever seen them? I look for them up there. I don't see. No, they're Let's, like well placed. Uh, You're not supposed to see them. Right? Okay. I don't know. I just know that the the bridge apparently whistles now. Do you guys hear about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like fuck something up, and now yeah, like what? at night when the it howls or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it like howls. They they screwed some. Uh, D was telling me about it. She reads all this stuff. I, I just get it anecdotally through her. But it it, they, it was new like railings or something. Yeah, yeah like and that. when the wind hits it, just new right, it goes. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like a wolf or some shit. It's terrifying. Dude, so this is, Kevin Hines is his name. Uh, Jump now, said the voice in Kevin Hines' head. And I did. I was compelled to die. Hines leaped over a rail on the Golden Gate Bridge in September of 2000 and began a free fall that would reach 75 miles per hour on impact. The moment his fingers left the railing, he felt instant regret. I thought it was too late. I said to myself, what have I done? I don't want to die, says Hines, now 38. I realized I made the greatest mistake of my life. He fell about 240 feet in just four seconds. Crashing feet first into the waters below, crushing spinal vertebrae and breaking an ankle, but he survived. Shut now Hines travels up. the world to speak about suicide prevention and mental health, telling a story to help others stay alive. That crazy is crazy shit. Man. That's like I don't believe in divine intervention, but that's about as much proof as you're ever going to get that divine intervention scooped in and said you need to go talk to people about this and be a, a voice for positivity in people's lives. That's crazy. Did you guys ever watch the bridge, the documentary they made about? People jumping. Like, it's yeah. It's fun. I've always wanted to, but I couldn't find it when I heard about it, and then kind of forgot about it. Probably. Yeah, just look it up right now. It. It, yeah, I think you can rent it on Prime Video. I don't think it's streaming anywhere else. But I always wanted to uh, watch it too. But it always is such a macabre subject matter. Of like, apparently yeah. the Golden Gate Bridge is like the, one of the number one or top ten spots for people to go in the world to kill themselves. Yeah, just fucking crazy. <laughs> <to think> about. <laughs> Real quick, from Curb.com. Here's why the Golden Gate Bridge was singing. This is uh, Brock Keeling. June 8th, 2020. On Friday, the Golden Gate Bridge doubled as a musical instrument as wind passed through its hollowed arches, resulting in a creepy and ghostly tune heard for miles. Quote, can someone explain to me why this eerie sound has been going on for an hour in San Francisco? Albert Martinez tweeted from the Presidio. The reason for the chilling uh, aria? Wind vibrating against new sidewalk railing slats installed along the span's bike path. Quote, the new musical tones coming from the bridge are a known and inevitable phenomenon that stem from our wind retrofit during very high or our, yeah, our wind retrofit during very high winds, uh, said uh, the guy from the Golden Gate Bridge Highway and Transportation District in a written statement. As part of the design process, the district did extensive studies on the impacts of the project, including wind tunnel testing on a scale model of the Golden Gate Bridge under high winds. These tests, as seen in the video here, show that the bridge would begin to hum when air passed freely over its roadway. Uh, the high winds uh, on Friday passing west through the 83-year-old uh, span caused the tune. After the bridge crooned its first few bars, people like this commuter driving on the connection roadway and this person over here posted videos of it. Reactions to the bridge's performance were mixed. "Quote: The city is now one bit. The city is now one big David Lynch movie," said KQED reporter Gabe Mellon. Uh, I think it's such a pretty noise. I don't want to say change. This is somebody else, Tony Burton. Uh, I don't want to say change it. Uh, but one person whose sentiment was shared by many over Twitter. "Quote: This is going to be. This is going to seriously cause people to lose their minds." Possibly me. So Kevin, far, there are no plans. I sent you a, the a link in assets. 
to with I mean, the sound. It's, it's it's one of those things where you think how how much can you get used to, right? Because I can hear the fog. I don't know if you guys can hear the fog horns where you are, but I can hear the fog horns from from uh, where my apartment is. And sometimes there, it's nice. We're like, oh, that's a it's kind of a soothing sound of like far off in the distance. You hear like, you know, yeah. But yeah. every like maybe once or twice a year, somebody fucking nudges the dial on those goddamn <laughs> things, and it becomes so loud it sounds like someone's right outside my window with a foghorn and and like at three o'clock in the morning it just goes to like six in the morning when it's super foggy out i think you can get used to a lot of stuff i think you know uh in the sunset obviously over by the old studio remember uh what every tuesday the first tuesday of every month the uh, tsunami sirens used to go off and now i think they're fixed or whatever and it was that thing the first few times like what the fuck and then you blot it out and it's yeah. the same thing of living Wait, in the sunset and every uni rolling week? by or whatever. Was it, it was every single Tuesday? Tuesday? It was every, every single week. Tuesday. Sorry, my apologies. This yeah. is a test. Yeah, I repeat, yeah. this is only a test. It's free. Of yeah. the emergency and then it would be. It, yeah, then it would go on in another language and then it would go for a while. But uh, I think yeah, kept, you get used to that. Kept, kept, yeah. Yeah. Play this down real quick. That's freaky, dude. It sounds like the Starship Enterprise. Yeah, it does. It sounds like the teleporters, right? Whoa, yeah. Like when something's like, uh, yeah, you're right. Teleporting in, yeah. Yeah. It's a great call. You would think that if someone's like, hey, that's not something people are going to put up with. But an engineer was like, it's fine. So it's those? That's, those are the problem? Yeah, those guards? Yeah, that's yeah those new guards, yeah. yeah. Do you guys, and this is a question that I think is interesting for uh, Kevin and Tim, who've lived here their entire lives. Me and Nick, who've been here a while, and Andy, who's been here, what, th- uh, four years four now? Years. Is that right, Andy? Three? That was like the weirdest way to throw Why'd up three, because that could have, you did that. like this. That could have easily still been four. <laughs> All right, three. Uh, yeah. uh, anyways, that'll be, it'll be four in April. Do you, do you guys still get a charge out of going over the Golden Gate Bridge? Did you ever yeah. get a charge Every out time. of it? Yeah, every yeah. time. Oh, I get really excited maybe. when the zipper's going. Oh, that thing is cool. Have you guys right? seen the zipper? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That explain, like Kevin, explain the zipper for the people uh, who don't live here. It's though. this giant, like, car-looking thing that tr- moves the middle lane over oh. one lane to allow more cars to transition over. It looks like a Zamboni. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And it's it sucks cool. up the zipper from one side and then just shits it out on the other side. Yeah to make a lane so basically there's like a middle lane in uh, on the Guildgate gate bridge that can go either way and it'll do that which is super yeah. cool i actually get more of a charge i used to get more of a charge going over the old section of the bay bridge and here's why yeah the, uh, the, uh, no not the double decker the the one which yeah i guess there's the double decker whichever one goes when you once you get through tre- treasure island you get to that really old beautiful uh section of the bay bridge that looks like a new york bridge mm. um like it's the same architecture as you see in new york and every time i do that i hum the sopranos theme to myself because remember when the Sopranos used to start to go boom, 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 boom. And you would just see just the, the perspective of someone driving across the bridge into Manhattan. Or yeah. maybe, it, maybe it's out of Manhattan, New Jersey. I can't remember fucking. But yeah, that used to be. It's cool. It's cool to cross I, bridges like that. I, I don't. I, I guess driving on the bridge is cool. But I really like seeing the bridge kind of close up where. Like when you see it over when you go up a hill and you sort of see it crest above ah, the horizon, yeah, yeah. I think that's so cool to me because it just reminds me of I don't know it just reminds me of like sci-fi where there's like this giant structure that is so huge and so tall that you can still see it from really far away. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's cool as hell. Then the bus that I used to take to go to middle school every day with the murderer um, would <laughs> literally go right next to Golden Gate Bridge. Allegedly, 
them. <laughs> no, no, no it's not alleged when he gets convicted. No, that's, that's when you <laughs> lose the allegedly, allegedly, though, when they go to prison because mm. they still say it. I think yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those things on where one. every morning I would be within 30 feet of the Golden Gate Bridge just by like going on the bus that would do the little loop de loop. And like every single morning, it was still like an epic moment. Like it felt like Jurassic Park. Yeah. Look at our king in the back. Where is he? <gasps> he was prancing. He walked by already. I'm. I've. I've been getting a lot of tweets recently, um, <laughs> about, <laughs> about um, people finally starting to watch the Michael Jordan documentary. No, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the documentary any more than we already have. Fuck but that. it's finally hit American Netflix, Netflix, and it's just it's really cool that people are finally getting to enjoy Amen. that piece of of just like art, you know. Hell yeah. It's just pure art. Pure, pure art. I want to watch it again. You didn't finish it, Greg? I, I, we, as the house, watched one episode of it, and then we started another episode, and Jen was like, I'm not feeling this, and me and Luce were like, all right, and we never what? went back. Oh, God. Greg, you should watch it, because I don't know. I know you don't know a lot about Chicago, yeah. but it's a pretty yeah. important time in Chicago's history, so just out of yeah, respect it's for like a time. A, it's like at the end of the Pee Wee movie, right? Where I don't have to watch it, Daddy. I lived it. <laughs> Look, I mean, like the thing is, I think if you could watch it and sort of you could be the, the touchstone to for Jen to be there, because God knows she's making you watch fucking, you know, uh, what's she making you watch? Just a bunch Amelie. of weird ass. I was making you watch all the French a lot movies. Of, Amelie over and over and over. Yeah. Dude, Amelie is such a good Amelie. movie, guys. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is really good. I'd watch that again. I was, I was, no, but I was trying to think of um, the British movie or the British Crown. TV show that everybody loved. Downtown, Downtown Abbey. I don't know why I went there. I was <laughs> the how to make us watch, you know what I mean? Understand her culture, and I don't want to. Greg, mm. the 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 last dance is legitimately like transformative for me. That was an experience that I don't think I was an adult until I finished the last episode. Of <laughs> wow. I don't think yeah. I understood Here we are. <laughs> and I don't think I understood greatness until I finished the last episode of Last Dance. Truth be told, it's actually like sad. It's really sad. Here's one of the things I think that you can trace it back to this too. Is this that there is a we there was a two lane highway that then forked, and you guys went the last dance route, and I went Undertaker the last ride route, and I watched all that instead. More close. Why not both? Exactly. Why not both? How Andy? How heartbreaking is the last? Like when they're talking to Jordan for the last time, and he's like, "I think we could have done it again." I think we could have done it one more That's time. That's not heartbreaking. It's awesome. It's so fucking good, though, because they could have done it. They could have, Andy. They could have done it one more time. We trust them. They could have done it one more time. Just give them the rings, right? Give them all those rings. Give them the fucking yeah, rings. Except, except 99, because the Spurs won in 99. There you Don't go. Give them that Why don't you rub that in, bro? Don't give them that one. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want them have that one. Greg, you got Tim really excited before the show started, because Tim was like, Greg yeah. has got some stuff to talk about. Sure. What are these things? Well, I'll get to it in one second because this, ladies and gentlemen, is the kind of funny podcast each and every <laughs> week for sometimes five what? friends gather on this table, each coming to talk to you about whatever it is they want to talk about. <laughs> uh, if you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can be part of the show. You can give us your questions, your comments, your concerns, your topics, your everything else in our lives. You can watch it live as we record it, just like Tim Keen is, Lexi G is, The Lou is. Uh, you can have a great old time doing that. Of course, Lexi you- Gunner! You get the show. Excuse me, I'm talking. <laughs> Sorry. 
you get the show ad free there. You can get it with the exclusive post show we do there. Uh, if you subscribe at the right level, you can get the gold topic of the Game Over Reggie show we're recording after this today. A lot of content for you. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can get the show for free with ads. No post show. Uh, YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe. Now, Andy, what's up? I'm excited to tell you about what I said to get Tim excited. But first, I have to tell you about our Patreon producers. Uh, Mohammed Mohammed, a.k.a. Momo, Kieran O'Donnell, Steve Powers, Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer, Delaney Twinning, Lee Polero, Blackjack, Mike uh, Morno. Is that, how am I saying that one wrong, Andy? Usually correct me. Mike Morno? I don't even know. Well, man. Christian <laughs> Figueroa, uh, Steve Combs. Uh, today, we're brought to you by ExpressVPN and Purple Mattress. And hey, I'll tell you about them right now. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Have you ever watched The Office? If you have, you probably know it's based on the UK series, also called The Office. But did you know that there are nine other countries with their own versions of The Office that you've never seen? Well, you probably didn't know about them because they're not usually available in your country, but you can access them all and a whole bunch of other content from around the world with no geo restrictions when you use ExpressVPN. See, ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from nearly 100 different countries, giving you access to content that isn't available in your region. If you're watching shows or movies, ExpressVPN is a must-have. For less than $7 a month, ExpressVPN lets you access thousands of new shows and movies on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney+, and tons of other streaming services. It's a no-brainer. And it couldn't be easier to use. Just fire up the ExpressVPN app on your computer or TV, select the location, and hit connect. ExpressVPN is also incredibly fast and doesn't slow down anybody's internet connection. Uh, I know Coolgirk has been using it to stream different cartoons. Uh, he's never had an issue with his HD quality. So get the most out of your streaming services today at expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. If you use my link, you'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash kind of funny expressvpn.com slash kind of funny to learn more. Our next sponsor, why it's Purple Mattress. Uh, technology has improved just about everything. Phones, cars, shopping, you name it. Yet, mattresses have more or less been the same since the invention of sleep. But we deserve better. And finally, the mattress has evolved thanks to Purple. Uh, the secret to Purple is the Purple Grid. It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. Purple is for every body, no matter how you sleep. Purple is designed with over 2,800 open-air channels and naturally temperature-neutral gel. You'll never sleep too hot or too cold. The Purple Mattress is soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and comfortably cool all over. It's truly a mattress that does it all. Of course, we know this because the one and only Tim Geddes, Forbes 30 under 30, lays his head every night on a Purple Mattress pillow. And he won't stop talking about how good the pillow is in terms of quality, but more importantly, temperature control. Never gets too hot, never needs to flip it. It's just perfect. Uh, you can count on resting easy night after night, year after year, because of the ultra-durable Purple Grid won't sink or lose shape. Purple is so confident in what they do that every Purple mattress comes with free shipping and returns and a risk-free 100-night trial. Experience the next evolution of sleep. Go to purple.com slash kindoffunny and use the promo code kindoffunny. For a limited time, you'll get $150 off any Purple mattress order of $1,500 or more. That's purple.com slash kindoffunny. Promo code kindoffunny for $150 off any mattress order of $1,500 or more. Terms apply. All right. Andy. So Figueredo or whatever his last name was said that uh -huh. we pronounce it incorrectly every time in the show 
Okay. Which concerns me because it seems like a very Latino last name. And I'm very, sure. very sad that I got it incorrect because it looked like Figueredo or something like that. I forgot how it was spelled. F-I-G-U-E-R-D-O. D-O? I think you're adding a syllable when you said it. Isn't it? Wouldn't it just be like three syllables? Figueredo? More like guer, right? In the middle? Yeah, but it's always like, yeah, like, you know, there's always that pronunciation on it. So yeah, you got you just, that. I can, can't can you it. copy paste it and, and slack it to me again, Greg? Sure. Please do that. Maybe we should ask that channel, that one channel that pronounces things, how to pronounce it. <laughs> Betsy Tula. Tula. It's my favorite thing of 2020. Yeah, it's not that much in 2020 to be happy about. So we have to focus on the good things like that. It's Figueredo. It's got to be. There's no other thing it can be. Let's get an easy one out of the way before you have to go to World War III about yet another food question, all right? Sure. The first question is Andy Mack, who writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny and says, what cheese do you put on a burger? So not if you order a burger, are you getting cheese? Why are all, when you Google hamburger, why are all the Google images cheeseburgers? Question is simple. You're gonna get a your what kind of cheese would you put on a burger? Tim Gettys, you you did it for focus, but it looked like you were raising your hand. Now you get to. Yeah. I mean, what am I gonna put on a burger? Would just be yeah. American, because okay. that's the basic shit that I am. But like, <laughs> if I was ordering, I was just agreeing with your American. Cheese. Oh, it sounded like you were laughing at him. That's no, why I, I thought, was, you, I said, I thought you were crying. Said, oh, yeah. 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 All right, you American. were laughing like, a, <laughs> you silly bitch. I thought you were kind of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. This is the type of thing where it's like, I'm just a fan of cheese on burgers. Blue, yeah. get out of here with blue. That's not actual cheese. If you like blue, sure, right. fine, whatever. I don't. But it's like, on a, when it comes to a burger, American's the default. But it's like, cheddar, whatever. Swiss, sure. Pepper Jack. I usually go with Pepper Jack if I'm getting like, jalapenos or some shit on it pepper jack sounds cool like pepper here's jack. the thing I, I don't even need to be a part of this conversation i don't get cheese on my burger but i'll go with pepper jack just because it sounds cool uh quick quick thing i i would say american cheese that's that's my default but given the o- option i'm put some nacho cheese on that bitch wow yeah fud wow. <laughs> what are you laughing at no, you're right. You you've been there with me. I know, but without the context of Fuddruckers that, that allows that, it's a yeah. pretty bizarre choice. Fuddruckers it is, is but Fuddruckers allows it, and so now, it's my favorite choice. Me is me not being a seasoned uh, cheeseburger eater, right? I never get cheese on my burgers. I prefer it without. There's a style of pizza that you can get at Peter Piper Pizza called the Chicago style. No, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Actually, it might be Chicago style. Maybe not. I don't know. But it's no. got three cheese on it. It's got mozzarella. It's got... I don't even know what the fuck it has. It's they, just call, like, they usually <laughs> call those pizzas the three cheese pizza. FYI. That's it, it might be that. It, it might be that. Let me let me Google it, actually. Peter Piper. Because Chicago-style pizza is usually deep dish. Pizza. Deep dish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, it's called New York three cheese is what it's there called. So let's see here. It's got mozzarella. It's got um, cheddar and provolone. And it's a mix of all these three cheeses. 
Is that do people do that with burgers? Do you ever see burger eaters, no. or do you all have experience with mixing cheeses? No, because the, no. to me, the cheese has to complement whatever else you're putting on the burger. And inevitably, when you mix like a cheddar with a Swiss or a provolone, you're getting a weird combination of tastes, which is why for me, I think like if you're going to say if we're at an outdoor barbecue and someone's like, what kind of like do you want a specific type of cheese? I tend to stay away from the white cheeses. I think the provolone or a Swiss on a burger doesn't really do anything for me. Provolone doesn't taste right. Swiss doesn't taste like anything. Uh, a thin slice of cheddar, and it can't be too sharp on top of a burger is fine. But if you put a, an American slice, like if you take out the little plastic thing and yeah. open the lip and yeah. then unfold it. But you have to be careful, Greg, because I swear to God, one of my big pet peeves, what do you think it is? What do you think it is? You rip, the you rip the corner of the cheese. Oh, yeah. You, you take it out of the packaging. Horrible. Who does that? Eat it because then it doesn't melt evenly. And I'm like, why is there, is there like a weird piece of cheese? Why is my cheese deformed on this, on this burger? Yeah. But I will say this. The goat for me, and I know it's not the default. I'm not trying to argue that this is the default is you got a good blue cheese on a burger with with like bacon like a crispy bacon it goes a long way for me that's all i need no other condiments nothing else take the bun off just give me the give me the burger patty okay pizza looks incredible on this website me, dude. Oh it, let me let me see the picture can i guys can i <sighs> it's a safe spot you can say whatever you want whatever you want to say can can I drive to Arizona or wherever the closest? Like I would love to go back to Texas and work from home, and still work with kind of funny and work from <laughs> home for the next two years. But why the next two Texas? Years? Uh, that's how long Corona's probably gonna last. Maybe oh, okay. Years, thank you. Thank you. Oh, no. Um, but uh, but right now the COVID situation in Texas is just like astronomically bad. It's not it great. Is, it is Arizona's crazy. not great either. It is incredibly bad. Luckily, my mom just took a test and she was uh, it came back negative. Luckily, but my aunt positive, and my aunt is like really really sick. Oh, scary shit. Scary shit. Um, but the nearest fuck. I guess Arizona is also pretty damn bad with with uh oh. Corona as well because that's where we got Peter Piper at. I just want Peter Piper Pizza, dude. I miss it so much. I'm sorry, Andy. Kevin. Kevin texted me this morning, unprovoked. Sure. Just so you, you know, if you're down to drive to LA to get Portillo's, nice. I'm down. Tim, I'm down to do it. Those were separate texts, and I'm like, I'm not not down. I just don't know when we would do this. Yeah, I believe him. I figured, him if, you, know I figured I mean? you coward. A quick 12 hour drive, probably less. No traffic. We could be back by 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> so dedicated. I just love the Kevin Coelho commitment to it because on one hand, it's like, I, hey, I, I've been wanting some Portillos. Yeah, like I was saying this recently. Yeah. This sounds like a great idea, but I just love that in his mind. Like, not only did he want to do it, he wanted to do it today, <laughs> a day that I was on multiple. Shows. Dude, I, after, I get it. Man. I meant idea, after this, you know. Dude, the idea of taking a road trip right now it sounds fucking great. And here's but the it's, thing, it's Miller unfortunate would... because everywhere you go, the coronavirus is still there. So, like, no matter how far you go, I think the allure of it is to get the fuck now, out of the city and try to find a better place. But if we're in a car, we're fine. As long as we're sure. wearing masks, yeah. maybe masks when Oh, no, no. I don't mean that. I just to... mean that when you get to Portillo's, you'll still just have to go through the drive-thru and sit in the That doesn't uh, matter. You're yeah, there for that's the fine. Food. Yeah, I'm there for yeah, but, but you won't be able to, like, pee inside. Like, you'll have to just I, sit I in don't the... care. I'll pee in the cup. Are you pump. sure about that? You might. Well, yeah, you know, Portillo's. But you'd have. There's gas stations you can pee at. I don't. I don't Potentially, but literally, like, you got to be right careful now? with that. I mean, and gas stations have a way, yes. But when you're when you're eating at Portillo's, you're gonna and you have to go to the bathroom. You're gonna have to fucking figure out a place to go to the bathroom. It's gonna be closed inside. That's all I'm saying. So it's right. not what I'm saying is like it's not as pleasurable as you guys think it is because you're you're gonna go down there. And we're like, oh, it's the Portillo's experience. The line's gonna be around the Nick, block. It's closed inside. That's... It's not gonna be fun. 
My, all I want is a lot of food and eat it in the car where I can hide my shame and no one can see it. Maybe two milkshakes. That's the situation I'm going to be in. And I'm going to hit see, the here's Del Taco on course, my way down it's, there. It's, Kevin, if I can interrupt you, if I can interrupt you and speak on behalf as your attorney and power of attorney, is that normally I'd be the one to try to stop you on the milkshakes. You know, you're lactose intolerant. Paula doesn't like you doing that. You're always on a juice cleanse sure, with her. Sure. But on this one, I would go to the mat for you against Paula. You know what I mean? Like, this is I the mean, one where I'd be like, Mrs. Coelho, I need to explain that he just drove seven hours to this Portillo's. Seven he's, hours. you know, clearly he's allowed to go do whatever he wants. Right? This is mm-hmm. the gorging period oh. without judgment. Yeah. And yeah. I need you to understand that I will buy you a bath bomb. And then I, think I, cool. I was at a <laughs> nose bagel this morning and I saw the guy that worked there yell at an old man. Because the guy walked in without his face mask and was slowly putting it on, and everyone in there was like, "What the fuck are you doing, old man?" Gotta get like, what? I'm pulling it on. And everyone's like, "Put your fucking face mask on before you walk in, <laughs> dumb shit, you fucking moron." That's where everyone's at right now. We're all on edge. That's right. Well, it's just the amount of people you see. We, you know, we're out there hiking. We're out there doing the urban hikes. We're getting ready. We have a Yosemite trip coming up soon, where we're gonna do like the really intense hiking. You know what I mean? Like the fucking crazy. I'm gonna be out there for hours and hours and hours. What was that? Not urban anymore. Yeah, no, this is this is real hiking. You know what I mean? I'm graduating from urban hiking. No longer Nick out there with his sunnies and his little chubbies on drinking a nice coffee, walking three blocks thinking that's a hike. I'm going out there. I'm climbing Everest. I'm going to see a mountain goat and a bald eagle do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> which one's, which one's the top pictures. in that situation, Greg? <laughs> Definitely which the burn. Definitely the burn. The top. <laughs> okay. Because it's business. Be really you, right. you, know, you understand anatomy and biology. Come on. Yeah. I forget where I was going. <laughs> I had something I was going towards on this one, but now that got me. We got off. I was going to ask. I was going to ask you what cheese you put in your burger. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I would say, you know, nine times out of ten at a restaurant or whatever, you know, I mean, we're hitting up, you know, old Jenny's burger like back in the day. I'm gonna get a pepper jack on there. But if I'm at home and we're cooking here, like it'll probably be an American or whatever. You know, you're you're at a grilling thing, mm-hmm. put some American on there or whatever. I think that's what it's all about. Greg, can you yeah. and Jen make me shrimp linguine? Yeah. Soon. Okay. But how are we gonna feed it to you in the social distancing? Period? I can go you pick it up. Dump it oh, you just want to pick it up? Yeah, or throw it in an Uber car, like no hey, Jen, bowl, no container, just toss it in there. Andy's asking if we can make him shrimp linguine and just bring it over like we're... She says, yeah, yeah that was an All easy... All right, yeah. guys, hold on. I found a solution for everyone. She's also making sourdough if you want sourdough, Andy. Don't take the sourdough. Don't. I'll take garlic bread. He'll, he'll t- he wants to compromise <laughs> and take garlic bread. Andy. All right, he'll, she'll do that. How would you feel about me going to pick up the linguine for... <laughs> Why does Kevin want to be involved with everything? Well, I just want linguine. I just want the shrimp linguine it's for a no, small, a small portion. Linguine, babe. He wants to drive the linguine to Andy. <laughs> he wants to be the third-party postmate in this situation. That could be cool, Kev. I could, I could be cool with that. Do I like leave you a tip? I, uh, shrimp. If you want to give me one more shrimp, then like they agreed upon shrimp. Oh and tip. Andy, I have, better, I have a better idea. Let's start. We know people who can develop apps. Let's start a rate Kevin app. When anytime any of us have an interaction with Kevin, we just rate him out of five stars and then oh, leave a you comment. Guys, he great. can also rate us. He can also rate us, Kevin. That's, 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 that's too much like that one uh, 
Dark yeah. Mirror, but Black Mirror, Black Mirror, Black Black Mirror. Mirror episode where it just. But like, it's only you, Kevin. That episode yeah, really upset idea, me. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> I love this. Because you guys know right that now. I'd have like five rate, stars. Great, Kevin. That'd be great. Because it just needs to be yeah, out of five stars. Yeah. Then what it was like a yeah. short form field of like what it was and what the date. Your interaction yeah, like with what he did. positive, negative, pros, cons. See, and then Kevin will rate you, though. Be careful. So here's how it goes. It swings both ways. You're going to rate Kevin. He might not have any idea who you are, but he will rate you back. Yeah. And this is bad. This might be yeah. your This, this might be your bad. only rating for the rest of your life. So just FYI, hmm. just be cool with it. I so, read a couple um, weeks ago, Greg, I asked yeah. you it, about Portillo's because I wanted some Portillo's. And yeah, you're you saying that, that you'd make it. And yeah. we were having a similar issue. Yeah. So now Andy wants Linguini. You sure. and Jen love cooking, love doing all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Nick, what do you want? Because now we have a full system going. You just need to make your request for what you want Greg and Jen to make you. Kevin will go pick all of this up and bring it to oh, us. Dear, I've already, I mean, that's absolutely fine, but I've already had this fulfilled once. And I would, I'm, uh, I'm not like asking for them again, but if they came my way, I'd be okay with it because uh, Jen was making chocolate chip cookies uh, that were very, very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and that was, but that was like two months ago. And so I don't want to stress anyone out, but she, I know she's got that flower still. You guys oh, yeah. I know she got that flower. Actually, do, can you believe flower. we made it through that flower? Are you shitting me? Jen's been ba baked so much that we got through that giant, whatever it was, 50-pound bag of flour. Do you guys remember when Greg got the cement bag of flour that, like, you look like – it looks like someone went to Home Depot and bought, I think like, a, they, they, their driveway? I don't think they – you're – because I'm with you. It was you and me. It was during Last of Us. It wasn't during a, a, a Kind of Funny podcast. During Last of Us stream, oh, Jen got 100, 100 pounds right. of flour delivered in two giant 50-pound bags. And – God damn it, she made it through that 50. Yeah, you, you gave her the one away to professional chefs, right? Yeah, she's yeah. Laughing. The idea was that she accidentally hit the wrong thing, or you hit the wrong thing. She was trying to order 10 pounds of flour, right? Or like yeah, a pound went, of flour. You couldn't, get, you couldn't get flour. This is when you couldn't get flour during the great COVID shortage. Man, how crazy. How crazy was the beginning of COVID when everyone was like, I have to have, I have to hoard everything. I swear to God, I think my mom went to Costco and just bought them out. She was like, here's the card. I want sure. everything. It's just still everything. semi an issue. Well, like, just, like, like things towels. I'm going when I go to a store, it's like there'll be the thing I'm looking for is like out, or I have to like get a freaking peach pear flavor of Lacroix, and I'm like, God damn it! We were driving oh, by, um, we were driving by the the old studio the, like two weeks ago. Um, I think I was going there to like check the mail or something on the weekend because we were bored. I'm like, let's just get in the car and go check the mail. And we had went to a Target already, and they didn't have paper towels. So we had done our, we had done our, um, like the errands for the day. And I'm like, fuck the one thing we couldn't get was paper towels, but we'll just go back every week and eventually we'll figure it out. As we're driving down ocean, we look over and someone's got paper towels under their arm. And Dee's like, I wonder where they got that. I was like, I bet it's the target on ocean. And I pulled in and we ran in and there was just rows of them in the middle of the aisles. Oh, wow. And I was like, yo, how many of these can we get? And I just, and the woman <laughs> and the, and the, and the thing was like, what, as many as you want. And I was like, oh. Sorry for yelling. <laughs> so we just got two. We bought it. Awesome. I love that that happened. That must have really happened. It definitely yeah. happened. And so I love just, you, Nick. I mean, it was in all like, good in good fun. I wasn't like being aggressive or anything, but like D was just laughing her ass off. She's like, How did you divine that that person had gone to that target? I was like, Well, I know the Walgreens and the CVS have closed. And the only other place you could possibly get a big roll of uh, paper towels like that has to be a place like a city target. And the only place that I know of is the city target. So by, you know, I just Wait, divine, the Walgreens you know, has it closed? Out. Has it? I thought the Walgreens. Oh no, the Walgreens still there. It's a big CVS that closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You scared? Well, the Walgreens, Walgreens isn't though. selling the big pack of paper. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't usually sell the eight pack. So uh, that in my brain, I was like, this has to be a City Target. Have you guys? Uh, have you guys started seeing businesses go out of uh, like close, like go out of business because of all this? Oh yeah. Because uh, there's been yeah. a couple places 
that I like I like that are gone. Like we we talked about the swamp recently. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's another place that I used to go to called Saver in Noe Valley. And no, in Noe let's, Valley. Let's no, Castro. Way. In, in my neighborhood, it, it's gotten so bad that somebody opened up like one of the legit. It used to be like a, run, a running shoe store in the middle of the marina, which is prime real estate for retail. Like it's the, probably the most expensive place you could run a store. Went out of business and some dude was able to actually negotiate having a pop-up art gallery there, huh. it, which I've never seen before in my neighborhood mm. ever. I mean, that's the kind of shit you might see in like the Tenderloin or maybe the Outer Mission. But I, I like literally walked in today as I was grabbing coffee. I was like, "What's going on?" He was like, "Yeah, I just yeah, I had it was like it was hard to find." But these people eventually said, "Yeah, we need some money, so I'm here for like two weeks." I was like, "Fuck, it's getting dire." But he was a great artist, actually. When you went to that Target uh, to get your paper towels, did you look at the Fog Lifter Cafe? No, is it gone? Which, which it's not gone. So no, there's this still is a, people a waiting for March from March for their sandwiches because they're so slow. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a Stony Baloney joke. That's good. That's good. good. This is a place that we frequent for lunch a lot. Uh, people that don't freaking know because why would you um but it is just entirely boarded up and it is some walking dead shit it's just yeah. so like damn like even like that place like what the hell like yeah, I, I don't know if they're gonna make it back you know what else might not make it back and this one's a, a pretty big bummer cab don't say dinosaurs don't say dinosaurs no, no dinosaurs seem to be uh, fine ocean what? what the mcdonald's the mcdonald's <gasps> Wait, in daily city remod- no not the ocean one not the one in the oh, studio god i was like that's a classic the, daily the one here kevin was also remodeling okay good Right, because they they shut down the whole first floor and like I don't know I haven't eaten McDonald's in a while, right, Paula? But uh... yeah, right, yeah, I I I, I believe one hundred percent Paula buys that. The... I, I, I wish we could see Kevin's shot of Paula just drifting into frame, like as he starts talking about the junk food he's been eating. No, but the uh, but the the drive-through seems like it's still open. No, it's not. Uh, as of like a week and a half ago, maybe a week ago, uh, maybe even like three not. days ago. That's really sad. Well, the Wendy's in Daly City is still open. Yeah, it is, which is good. That's what, yeah, I was yeah. about to bring up that point. It was frosty. Yep. Tim, good. Tim talks about food that he has been missing. He's been missing Portillo's. I hadn't had Wendy's since before quarantine started. And I've been missing it. And I just I haven't been willing to take that long trip because, again, it's about a 40-minute round trip because it takes me about 15 to 20 to get there, 15, 20 to come back. It's so and funny here, that you don't like driving. And here's the thing that I that I worry about. Because I want <laughs> I want to enjoy Wendy's here while I'm watching a movie or TV mm-hmm. or something like that. Similar to what, what I do with McDonald's. You know, I'll get McDonald's Uber here about once a week. And I, I can't have that luxury with Wendy's. Why? Because I have no self-control. And I would just house all that box of nuggets on the way back. Mm. Um, but Nick and I recorded an episode of KFAF uh, on Friday. And we... Uh, we celebrated National Drive Through Day, and we drove to just different drive throughs and Wendy's was one of them. And it was my taste buds were so happy to so be fun. reunited with the taste of a spicy nugget, a regular nugget. It was it was blissful. It was blissful. I'm happy for you, Kevin. Man. I missed you there, Kev. Wish you were there. Yep, <laughs> Jacob. Solo writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, or sorry, or sorry, kind of fun. Okay, guys, here's the real question. Is cereal a soup? No. 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 Soup no. is warm. No. Or it needs it, no. soup What about gazpacho then? Is gazpacho savory? I'll say soup is a savory. I was going to say like, like the fact that it's milk, not cereal or not uh, water as the base. 
Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's something there, but I feel like clam chowder is probably not water as a base, right? It's got it's a lot of milk cream. in it. Yeah, cream. No, I mean, it's a, it's a cream base. Yeah, this probably clam chowder, you're right, Kevin. It's probably closer to a cereal than your normal broth-based soup. But uh, I always just think it's something if you combine milk with sugary thing that becomes a cereal. Although I, I, I think most people's definition of cereal probably change. Like American cereal is obviously like Lucky Charms and shit. But when you go to like cereal in like Europe is a different, a whole different thing. Yeah, it's like oatmeal or like a uh, what, what's the word they use for it? Like a. I, I kind of feel like although yeah, we all feel like it's not a soup, I feel like we might be wrong on this one. You we know? might actually. Not not it's just absolutely not. Cereal is a cereal. It's a different type of thing. Chowder is a subgroup of soup. Cereal is not a subgroup of soup. Anything. Soup yeah. is a primarily liquid f- food, generally served warm or hot, but maybe cool or cold. Uh, that is made by in- combining ingredients of meat or vegetables with stock or water. Uh, hot soups are additionally characterized, and they go on like that. But there, there's some stuff right there I think to gleam on immediately. Primarily liquid, uh, combining ingredients of meat or vegetables with stock or water. Cereal, meanwhile, a cereal is any grass cultivated uh, for the edible components of its grain, uh, composed of endosperm, germ, and bran. The term may also be serious. Let's see more about like. So cereal I mean, here, is more like the the material, right? It's not. Here's, the where, I'm here's where I'm coming from. Well, here's breakfast cereal. Oh, muslin. That's what I'm thinking of. What the hell's a muslin? Okay, so breakfast cereal <laughs> is a traditional breakfast made from processed cereal grains. So I was always on cereal, not the in the grain. It is traditionally eaten as breakfast, primarily in the Western societies. Warm cereals like porridge and grits have the longest history. Andy, here's where I'm coming from. Come on, Andy. What do you got? I am just. I've had it up to here with the Andy won't eat mac and cheese slander because right now right. Greg is throwing me on blast, putting me on blast on Twitter. Well, okay, so real quick for a timeout for a little footnote here. It's just because you tried to be a big boy during in review and act like you're not a pickier eater than me. And then you were astounded when we said we you were. And then and I put is, it to a poll. And right now, 64% of the audience agrees with me that you're the pickier eater. This isn't an issue of picky eating. This is an issue of you being okay with raw fish but not liking cooked fish and saying that cooked fish is gross and you don't like beans Said it's a waste Charles, Charles Jacobson makes a great point he doesn't like beans or weird things with textures yet he loves oysters there's a lot of like inconsistency here a lot of inconsistency with with your likes and dislikes I'm I'm putting it on the record right now right now because I'm tired of tweeting at one person and maybe three people only seeing that tweet and sure. somebody tweeted me something about mac and cheese and I reply to that guy the same thing but only three people see that tweet I'm saying it right here and right now okay yeah This is I'm talking to the jury, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Okay, I didn't grow up eating mac and cheese, craft mac and cheese from the box, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't grow up eating that; it just wasn't part of my. I I had I had uh, canned food or freezer food, or uh, again, tortillas were my sort of like sandwich substitute. And because I never ate craft mac and cheese, I never went to a restaurant and said, "Hmm, I'll try that mac and cheese." Because I didn't, I never wanted to risk eating something that I wouldn't like, right? I'm very much, I'm a creature of habit. Everybody knows this about me. If I find one thing I like at a restaurant, I'm sticking with that one thing because I'm scared to take a risk and not like that thing and then waste money on it or whatever. So because I never had Kraft Mac and Cheese, I never went to, I don't know, Cheddar's Restaurant or a, a, or an Applebee's or a wherever the fuck restaurant and said, you know what, I'll try that Mac and Cheese because I'd never had it at home. So that's my reasoning for why I don't really like mac and cheese because I've never tried it. Will I like it? I don't know, but I don't want to take that risk and in hopes I will, that I will enjoy it. I, here's the one thing I'll let you know. No matter if it's a company dinner or it's a date with me, 
wherever we go the rest of our lives, I will order and pay out of my own pocket for a, a mac and cheese for you to try. I'm talking every restaurant. You can try them whether all for it gets free. eaten or not. <laughs> exactly. You have one. Like, I'll, I'll put finish it down, what fine. you don't eat. I was gonna say Kevin and I mac and cheese for sure. It. We'll clean it up. That that's just my reasoning. That I just yeah. I wanted to be on the record and for people to understand that reasoning because I never had it as a kid and it was never a thing that I grew up eating. But, I don't want to take that risk what, and waste my so money. So what's you got against corn dogs? That's a bad reason. Like why? I, why is it a bad reason? I didn't grow up eating sushi. I didn't grow up drink eating ramen. I I you know I eat those things though. I try those things. A bunch of the no, different. But, I never even heard of the word sushi until I was 32 years old. But if I look at, but if I go to a restaurant and I see <laughs> a hamburger or I see uh, a what steak kind of cheese or I see other things that I would rather eat, I'd rather eat those things. But like, here's the thing that I, that I question for you, Andy, is that unanimously, like I've never met someone that didn't like that hated mac and cheese. I'm sure there are plenty of people out I don't there. Hate that it. Like, I don't hate my, it. I don't know if no, I like no, that's it. Not, that's not the point but, he's driving to. But Please the point I'm trying to make is, is everyone every time anyone brings up mac and cheese on this podcast all of us go oh fucking mac and cheese would be so good right now even me who i don't even like carbs that much and i would take down some good mac and cheese right now so you're just you've never been curious as to whether no. or not you and like I, mac and cheese when all of your friends everywhere go dude it's so fucking good. everywhere you go all everywhere, everywhere you go, go but i'll tell you what it's got, trying to stuff mac and cheese into your pocket like i'll tell later, you what it's got later it's got some cheese. it's got some properties i'm not a huge fan of the like fact what? that it you like, like pasta? so like whenever uh, back home there was the, this thing that um a lot of kids in school would always do they would get a bag of hot cheetos and pour a fuckload of nacho cheese in there to me it's like ah it's too much cheese i don't right. want my shit surrounded. Right. even when i eat nachos i just like Dip in a little bit of a chip in the cheese. I don't like it being slathered in it, but, but this is all slathered. But no, this is all slathered. But it's so it's got properties. It's got properties of being all slathered that I'm not a huge fan of. The same with like Alfredo sauce. I don't love Alfredo sauce. Okay. I think it's like too much sometimes. I think if it's you don't like if you don't like chart. Alfredo sauce, you're, you might not respond well to mac and cheese because mac and cheese is cream based. And Alfredo sauce, in my, I think, is cream based as well. It depends the mac and cheese. I don't want you giving them this out. All right. They're very specific mac and cheeses. I think that would turn them off that way. Also, That's I always like when we're talking about mac and cheese, remember the time Cool Greg ordered mac and cheese from Outback State? Twice. Brought it to him first. Back to back, Greg. Back just to him. back. Just Cool Greg. There must have been someone in the kitchen that did not like Cool Greg. <laughs> it happened. That was. The fact that it happened twice was like astounding. And the fact that we were saying, Kuka, you can't accept this. You'd be like, nah, bro, I'm not trying to. Like the first time it happened, I was like, cool, great. Come on. Like, this is a teachable moment where I'm like, come on, man. You got, we got to be an adult here and send it back. The second time I started to believe that there was a conspiracy against cool, Greg. And I was like, don't send it back. Do not send it back. Let's just stay the course and get through today because I don't want whatever comes next. Oh, man. Anyway, I'm just I just wanted to say my piece, guys. I just wanted to say my piece. All right, what I'm do you at got peace now dogs? for jury rests. Corn dogs. Jury rest. Well, he's already tried corn dogs. I got him to try corn dog once. He didn't like. So it. that's it. That's You're okay. just done with corn dogs. Wait, yeah, I got him to try don't... Kevin. I had him try the beeps mini corn dogs, which in my opinion <sighs> are the goat of corn dogs. Oh, dude, I was, I was just about you to guys say are I getting me all worked up on food right now. I miss meat. I'm all worked up. I'm getting all hot on food. Kevin, please bring back Greg and Kevin eat a pizza where you guys just get online together and eat. I have some thoughts about. I have some thoughts of, uh, on Kevin and Greg eating pizza. Just so you know. And I think it'd be pretty funny. Beep's okay. curly fries, man. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, they were good. Yeah. I, the mini corn dogs were great. Well, I mean, oh. they're still around, right? Yeah, I was going to say, they've got to be doing all right. Say, There's yeah. a well, they, they don't have a store. You just go and eat outside anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, it's smart. They, they got, got ahead of it. 
taking shit about COVID, you know? That's probably true. Um, by the way, the, the, the thing I was wait, trying to what say... Was that? Wait, what did you say about pig and shit about COVID? They've got to be happy as a pig and shit about COVID. Yeah, because their business hasn't been affected. It wouldn't have been affected because they don't have a... You don't go oh, inside. Oh, dine-in. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're they don't right. have dine-in. Uh, Kevin, I was saying... I, I, want, I meant to say muesli is, 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 is like the... It's like a European sort of like cereal. Like kind of a, it's like a breakfast thing that they, it's like cornflakes and stuff together. That's what I meant. Not mu- oh. muslin, which you're right, is what you taste if you have to poop. <laughs> muslin. <laughs> muslin, yeah. I said muslin, <laughs> not muesli. Um, I, are we, how are we doing on time? Because I have a question for you guys. There's an article I read earlier today that I want to hey, hear how you guys would do it. Yeah. So I was reading this uh, earlier today. This comes from uh, Slate.com. It says, help quarantining with my partner has made me realize he's terrible at his job. Nice. So here's how this goes. Is my partner's work habits are atrocious. My partner, we'll call him Bo, has always had trouble keeping a job for more than eight months, but he always told me it was mostly due to uh, reasons outside of his control, like terrible bosses. I've generally supported him in his employment search for the past few years. I have a pretty high power career myself, but I've always tried to keep that separated and not rub it in, uh, rub it in when he's had so much trouble finding a good fit. Uh, working from home has starkly illustrated what makes Bo such a bad employee. I feel bad for saying this, but it's hard to watch. Bo has few, if any, organizational systems. He writes down tax on random slips of paper, which then gets lost, and I frequently hear him having to apologize to folks for forgetting deadlines or deliverables. In meetings, he rambles incessantly, taking forever to get uh, to his point. Uh, let's see, or to, to, to get, uh, to, excuse me, to his main request. If I was in that meeting with him, I'd just tune it out and avoid future meetings with him. When he's overwhelmed or stressed, he adopts a tone with people and makes them feel bad for asking him to do things that are 100% part of his job. Uh, she says, I've coached many entry-level employees over the years, and I know these behaviors are definitely coachable. It's not uh, an indelible part of his personality, though I obviously wouldn't coach him myself. I'm thinking of recommending that he coach. Like, how would you guys, that's the end of it. How would you guys deal with this if you suddenly realize that someone in your household was just like, like terrible at their job. What do you do? Tim says nothing. Just a solid. I, mean, I don't know. It's how, I like working from home undeniably has, I mean, not, it didn't teach me anything. I already knew this, but like it is for a fact shown me that seeing Gia do her job day to day, the amount of phone calls she does, the amount of action items that are then done because of those phone calls, the results that come of all that. And that just being a continuous cycle proves to me that our jobs, our jobs, we do do work. We do not do real work. We no. do a lot of <laughs> things, but none of the like it is just like it has it is on such a different level where I'm just like it's embarrassed. It, I honestly feel kind of embarrassed about it all. <laughs> where it's just like, holy shit, people have real jobs that they yeah. have to do. And again, not trying to j- discredit any of us, not trying to discredit anything that we do and how hard that we work and how tiring it can be. You and there's, better not, dude. There's all this other Whoa. stuff. But I will yeah. say it, it's it's a fucking joke. <laughs> Compared to like Gia working at a real corporation startup that's like trying to like make revenue, I'm sure it absolutely is. Yeah, I've that's been getting better. a lot of shit about how much sleep I do during the day. You know, interesting. Well, it's just how much, how much sleep do you do during the day, Kevin? Well, I mean, when we're not recording, what am I doing? Just waiting for Paula to be done. So I'm, I'm trying to watch stuff for screencast, but a lot of times I just pass out on the couch because I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's man, the kind of business would, we run here, man. <laughs> In front I of wanna, your bosses, just like I, I want to do. I want to do that so much, but like, and, and I know I'm not the best at getting back to a lot of y'all because I don't have notifications on for Slack because sometimes there are 15 minute conversations about God knows what in Slack, no, but no. I just don't want the constant beeping for or whatever. Um, but every time I think about doing it, I get so paranoid that there's 
a graphic that needs to be made immediately <laughs> that like that, that we need a layout for this and that right the hell now to, like, to oh, be fuck. fair that has happened where it's like oh my god there's a layout where's andy what's going on yeah yeah that's I mean, what I'm but like, like that's, that's normal life you know that's, that's why i'm scared to do it yeah you can mute channels in slack though like we can you could just mute everything but Andy or you know, DMs and things for Andy or whatever. And we Every once in a while, that. you guys start going back and forth in a joke on on Slack and like general or random. And it's like, is it, and it's like I'm trying to right watch now? this movie on my iPad, <laughs> and I keep getting these damn notifications. Me and Joey are trying to bring lights into your life. You and know, just to be Nick clear, to this is always like six or eight o'clock. This is what it must have been like for Laurel and Hardy when they use their company Slack. You know what I mean? They're out here giving out zingers and nobody cares. <laughs> It's fucking embarrassing when you hear it. You know? But that's why, Andy, see, I know better. If I need to talk to you, what do I do? I just show up in your Twitch chat. I resubscribe and I ask you the question of my subscription. <laughs> like I did Friday when I hit you up at like 1030. And I was like, hey, Andy, love you and miss you. Also, did you make the X cast them? And you're like, all right. Oh, Greg, resubscribe. Ah, oh, fuck, Greg. No, I didn't. Hold on one second. <laughs> You're like, hold on, Chad. I got to make a thumbnail. You're like, yeah, sorry. Barrett I, told I me when I got home and I forgot, but it was KFF. Yeah, we had finished doing the, the drive-thru episode of KFAF that will go live tomorrow. Please watch it, everybody. It takes a lot of time to edit these um, between me and Nick. But we had gotten home from that doing that episode, and I was like, all right, time to stream. Like, I, I'm energized. I have food in my belly. And then uh, or Barrett asked me for the X-Cast. I was like, oh, I'll definitely get to it. And I just totally slipped my mind and so during the the stream i just showed chat here's how i make a thumbnail spoilers guys <laughs> you're gonna figure out how it works right here well, that's <laughs> good the turn secret. the content into content you know what I yeah mean? <laughs> i don't know i think such a big part of that and any critiques we have of each other i mean outside of like really bad stuff but stuff like that like it's fucking a pandemic you know what i mean like it's okay not to be okay and to have like everything's fucking weird and i forget the shit moving from one desk or one seat to the other or whatever when i'm working here on this one or sitting over there typing an email and shit like that like we still need to get the jobs done but i think there's a like kevin taking a nap i get especially when we're like kevin wake up at 6 30 45 or whatever to make this stupid nintendo direct happen and then work the rest of the thing and yada yada, yada. i think i think especially COVID. because this whole the last month the summer of games this whole yeah, like yeah. mess has been so sporadic and so just, like just you know spur of the week. moment just do there's it just so week. many there, there have been so many events that just randomly happen and i'm getting a call f- i tim when i called you back that one time i i was taking a nap like at 5 30 because i just like i fell asleep in bed and i and i woke up to a call from tim i called him back and he was like hey tomorrow nintendo's doing a thing do you want to be a part of it also we need an overlays or whatever and i was like fuck man i just want summer games to be over because like it hasn't there hasn't been that many cool things happening <laughs> it's just like random small games to get announced like so, i want cooler shit it's so unnecessarily spread out and it's just like yeah. I, I randomly i'll like open twitter and like someone earlier this week was like are you guys doing this event on tuesday at six o'clock and it's like god i hope not <laughs> <You know? laughs> well because just the thing about like the nintendo one it didn't go up on youtube so we all woke up at like 6.30 in the morning to know, watch this eight-minute video and be like, all right, great. I guess this was fun way to spend, the, you know, because it's not just eight minutes. It's all the prep time and the post time, and it's just one of those things It's like, all right, thanks for spreading this, what used to be a week-long event, into now three, four months. Come on, man. Wrap it up. We get it. There's new games coming out, I guess. <laughs> Nick, Nick, there was, a part, there was a part in the last Nintendo thing where... 
the uh, Blessing sort of predicted that a new game would be announced, and it did get announced, and Blessing was reacting to it, and I was like, man, if Blessing reacts a little too much, I'm going to have to make a thumbnail for this. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and luckily, by the end, we are like, no, nah, we don't put this up. I was like, fuck yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> go back to bed. I'll go back to That's bed. Funny. That's crazy. That's how we're all surviving, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Kind of Funny Podcast. I uh, remember each and every week, four, usually four, best friends gather around this table. I switched desks, and now I'm not allowed to hit this desk because it resonates throughout the entire house, apparently, I was told, because I was p- pounding on it a Can lot during your foot? In review. It's just no, two. I got the dog asleep on me. It's two uh, hits. Wait, is hey, there dude, hits. There? I want to be, you know, I'm not like you, all right? I want to be respectful. I don't want people with their brooms banging on the, or the roof or the, the fucking... Oh, speak, oh, God, speaking of which, last Savor night, the post show. Savor the... We still have to do a post <laughs> show and a gold topic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, remember, shit. you can be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Give us your questions, your comments, your concerns. Get the show ad-free. Get it with the post show we're about to do. Watch it live, just like Demetrius Newell is, Mike L is, and Tyler Wallace is. Um... If you have no bucks tossed away, no big deal. You can get the show each and every week. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe. We got a post show to do. But until next time, no, it's been our pleasure to serve you.